Welcome everyone to Pastor Rob's podcast today. We have another another really exciting uh, show for you today. And again, I have with me our evangelist Shamgar Deathridge, and uh, we're going to have him for the rest of the week. In fact, we're planning on doing podcast through Friday, and those will be posted uh, next week, obviously. Uh, but we've been having so much fun talking uh, about the scriptures, the messages, and uh, the sermons that uh, you have been preaching, Brother Shamgar, have just been outstanding. I, I can tell you as a pastor, um, I love the word and I love to hear the word preached. And I'm going to tell you, God's really using you. I've, you you've blessed me so much. Praise I've I don't know how you come up with all this stuff. Well, I do know because we're preachers and we love God and it's God that gives it to you. But I'm just really impressed. And, you know, I have people ask me, how old is he? How old is he? <laughs> you know, he's, he said, yeah, he's he's quite a preacher, man. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say this. When I was your age, you are so far ahead of me where I was. And I'm proud to tell you that. I'm just happy for you, you know, and I see God using you and your wife and your children, you know, in the ministry, just beyond anything probably you ever dreamed, you know. So I just want you to know that, uh, Brother Shamgar, I'm just, I love your family so much. Your family is, your your parents are amazing people, and and I'm, I feel like I'm just so privileged that I got to know them, got to watch you walk around in diapers when you were a little kid. <laughs> You know, and uh, anyway, it's it's just been a great relationship. So, uh, yeah. Uh, any comments on what's kind of going on in the revival this week? What's your impression so far? I just, I'm man. The altar services, yeah. people coming down and just hungry and seeking the Lord, and you know, even in spite of the preacher, they're coming down and just, man, just want more of God and. And it just been great. Last night had people down in the altars, just tears rolling down their face and yeah. seeking God. And just amazing. It is. I I mean, it's, the altars is really what I'm really impressed with. I mean, you know, we we have altar services, really good altar services in our meetings, and so you know, sometimes you tend to forget what the last revival had, you know, and you're just sure. all hyped up for this revival. Sure. But we do pray a lot here and you know yeah. that shamgar yeah and uh that really makes a difference in your altars I yes think. it does you know, god really deals with people anoints the preacher and and anyway it was just just incredible i i think we're having a great meeting attendance last night we had more last night than we did monday night now we don't count our visitors you know i want you to know that we don't count our visitors and robbie counted um I think 61 of our own people here last night. Yeah, there was a good Not crowd. counting the visitors. Yeah. So that was really good, brother. So each night I expect it to pick up. You know, I, I think we're going to have uh, more tonight. And uh, it's going to be great. You're doing a great job. Phenomenal job. I, I want you to know that, Shamgar. We love you. We can't wait to get you booked for next year. We're going to get you in the summer again. I think that when you have a blazing evangelist such as yourself, you should come in the summertime <laughs> <laughs> when it's hot. 
<laughs> we have air conditioning. We just got to make sure those air conditioning units are serviced and ready to go, right? They've been working good. So. Yeah, they have been. They've been great. Yes. Okay, uh, we're going to talk about your sermon last night. And uh, I want some of the folks that maybe if they haven't had a chance to hear your message, uh, I want to remind everyone that uh, you can go to our website at clovispcg.org and you can click on our live stream services and you can watch uh, all of our services revival services we are we're doing those live every night so you want to check that out if you haven't been able to do that all right so uh, the sermon title last night uh, really motivated me the night that altered the life of Jacob right was that close to it yeah um what a powerful powerful message you said some incredible stuff that of course sparked some questions in my mind that you know for every podcast so when you see me messing with my phone i want you to know this shamgar i'm not doing social media i'm not doing any of this stuff okay i'm writing notes down for the podcast yeah and um so you it's hard to keep up with you, honestly. <laughs> You're saying such good things, you know, and and great, great stuff that it's hard for me to keep up with you. But uh, I, I, I dropped a few lines down here that I think we need to talk about. Now, um, you said last night that, you know, you made this statement. I don't know exactly how you put it, but something to this effect, that we will never have revival without prayer. Yeah, you know, and you were talking about how that Jacob had to connect with God, and all that was really good, man. He had to hold on to God, you know, and and it's a type of prayer. Uh, I don't think I have to tell you this, or even my audience who knows me, right? I I'm I'm a pastor that is very extremely passionate about prayer. Yeah, I I know that we can't, we're we're never going to amount to anything until we learn how to pray. I remember I tell the story, you know, he, my pastor, you know, Brother Norman, I was 15, preached my first sermon, although my first sermon went a little longer than yours. <laughs> I was about two and a half minutes, you know. It was on a Thursday night, young people's night. And shortly after that, pastor wanted to talk to me, you know. he And so I talked to him. And, you know, of course, I, I thought I was, you know, the preacher thing, you know, and had it all going on and God yeah. had called me, you know, I'm going to win a multitude of people to Jesus. And he said, Rob, he said, um, there's something I need to teach you. I said, okay, pastor, what is it? He said, I need to teach you how to pray. I said, okay, I'm okay with that. So we set up a time for him to meet me, for us to meet, to pray. And pastor said to me, he goes, okay, I met him in the office. Okay. And met him in the church, and he says, okay, so here's how it works. I'm going to get down and start praying, and so are you. And when I get up, then we're done. And if I don't get up, you're not done. <laughs> okay, so about an hour and 20 minutes later, we were done praying. Although I have to be honest with you, about 15 minutes after I started, I was done, but I couldn't get up because my pastor told me not to get up. Yeah. So, uh, prayer, he taught me that prayer was an absolute necessity for the survival of the church. Yes. Right? Okay, so a question comes to my mind. Because as pastor, I've always struggled with this. 
I know you pastored. I don't know how, maybe you can comment on how successful you were there in that area. Why is it so difficult to get the church to pray? Yeah, um, I think it's a, it's always a struggle because prayer is not, uh, I mean, we all know prayer is not always an easy thing. You know, it's easy to get down, don't get me wrong, for a minute or two and, and say a few things and ask God to help us for a moment. But once you get past the, the 10, 15 minute mark, you know, then it becomes we're, we're working. We're, and we're, we're laboring and we're, we're warring against the spiritual things. And, you know, and hence Jesus, when the disciples come to him and said, Hey, uh, how come we couldn't cast this one out, this demon out? And Jesus said, This one only comes out by prayer and fasting. That there was, there was a fight, you know, that there's got to be. The Bible says we, rest, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but our, our battle is a spiritual battle. And we, we're wrestling and we're fighting and we're working in prayer. And, you know, it's not always an easy thing. And, and you know, you think people would want to talk to God more, but it just, the and when we pray, the flesh is being crucified too. And the flesh don't want to be crucified. So it, 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 it don't want to get down and pray. And so there's that. I think, you know, and to say I was successful at it, Pastor, and that would be far from it. You know, it's always it's always a struggle and but I mean I, I think I think you guys are doing a great job here praying every day and praying before church, not just saying a little prayer, but you you set a time aside to pray and get a hold of God and you know, Jacob in all his life, he never really prays. You know, he, he, he makes a deal with God and there, I believe it's Bethel. And he's like, you know, if you'll bless me, God, then I'll serve you. But there, Penile, he, he gets down alone with God. Yep. And he, he it's really, there. It was, it was a prayer deal that was going on. He was communicating with God. There was a wrestling match. And sometimes prayer is like that. We're wrestling with things and we're... Well, I noticed that when people are done praying, that there's not a welcoming committee when they're done to brag on them, right? to thank them, right? to appreciate them. Because yeah. in reality, prayer is a secret thing. Now, we know that in the New Testament that people prayed publicly and they had public prayer meetings. They had that. So we know that people do see that. Um, and But still, there's no... You know, after a big prayer meeting, no one comes up to you and says, man, hey, that was great praying, right. you know, <laughs> right. right? So there's nothing to elevate your ego there, yeah. which is another struggle for the human flesh. It is. But I've noticed this, Shamgar, or the Shamgar, I've never had problems getting people to come to potluck dinners. Yeah. It's packed out. Or uh, Singspirations, they're packed out. Um Fourth of July celebrations, packed out. Outreach ministries, yep. packed out. Prayer meetings, not so great. Yeah. But yet this is really what moves the church. Amen. Well, I, I think we really need a revival of prayer meetings yes. today. You know, our prayer, my prayer to God every day is God make Clovis PCG a house of prayer. Yes. Because Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Wow. Yes. I'm, I'm just praying that's going to happen. I, I, I believe it is. I believe we're moving toward that goal. But uh, The disciples uh, come to Jesus, just side note, and they didn't ask Jesus, how do we heal the sick? How do we do this? How do we preach? How do we do that? 
they just said, Lord, teach us to pray. And that was the key to everything else. And why did they ask him that? They saw that in his life. Amen. They saw that pattern yes. in Jesus's life, and they knew it was successful for him. Yeah. But, you know. They from, from the beginning of Jesus's ministry, he's, he's driven by the Holy yes. Ghost to go yes. pray in the Absolutely. wilderness. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in the most pivotal point of history is Jesus in the garden. And he's wrestling with that flesh, but he's praying. That's right. He's praying. Absolutely. Well, the next question I want to address here is last night you said God asked Jacob a question. And the question was, what is your name? Let's talk about that for a moment. What, what is God really asking Jacob? And I know you addressed this in your sermon last night, but... I still think it's worthy of more attention. Sure. You know, now me personally, I think that God wanted to remind Jacob of who he was at that time. Yeah. Because his name had significant meaning, right? Yeah. You even brought that out yeah. last night. So uh, let's talk about that for a few minutes. What, what In your estimation, uh, Brother Shamgar, what was God really trying to ask because obviously he knew his name. Right, right. God knew his name, and he knew where he was at. And I, you know, I guess in my, and just in my small words, is God showed up. He knew who he was, and like you said, he he was wanting Jacob to be reminded of who he was in that sense too. I didn't, but in that moment, as God was asking, "Who are you?" It wasn't a name. It was. Who are you? How have you lived your life up to this point? What have you done? And God was wanting Jacob to admit to God as they wrestled, even though Jacob said, I won't let you go until you bless me. And God says, well, who are you? And he had to admit all these things. And I think part of the problem is is why people don't want to pray is because when we come down there, God's going to ask who are we or he's going to ask things of us and we're not going to want to answer or give them to god and and god was asking jacob who are you and in jacob's name we know meant supplanter thief you know deceitful mm -hmm. you know just kind of cheater and and that's that's who he was and god was wanting him to admit who he was and and kind of he was kind of wanting god or he was kind of wanting jacob to admit who the problem was in his life and you know, and I think there's also that thing of prayers. So when we get down to pray and we, we begin to talk to God, as God may not say, hey, now you're the problem. But God begins to open things up and we begin to see there are things in our lives that are the problem. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that, that stand in between us and God. And and like one great preacher said, he goes, he goes, well, you know, we always, the Bible says God will never leave us nor forsake us, but why does it feel like God's so far from us at times? He goes, God never moves, but we do. Yeah. You know, and then that's that prayer is, is drawn back to God, getting, getting yeah, closer funny. to Him. It reminds me of a story you saying that about uh, a married couple. They'd been married 25 years, you know. They were celebrating their uh, anniversary. And... They were loading up all the gifts that people had given to them. You know, they're loading them up in the car. And uh, they got in the car and started driving home with all their gifts and the celebration. And the wife said to the husband, she said, Honey, 
Do you remember when we first started dating and we first got married? How close we were, you know? And the gentleman's driving the car, right? Yeah. She said, remember, I used to sit next to you all the time we went driving. No matter where it was, I was right next to you. You know what the husband said? Well, I never moved. (laughs) Yeah. So what happens is God never moved, right? Right. But we have moved. Yeah. We have moved further away from him. Yeah. We've lost that intimate relationship through the avenue of prayer. Yeah. Don't you find it amazing, Brother Shamgar, how that everybody wants God to bless them, but they don't want to change? Yeah. I think really the root of the issue was, bless me, God, I want a blessing. But then God saying, well, first, Jacob, you're going to have to make some changes before I can bless you. Yeah. See, people want the blessing without the change. Right. But we know that's not going to happen, right? No. 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 In just fact, not. the blessing comes through the change. That's it. And and that that's the thing is, is God was saying, who are you if you... You know, and Jacob had to admit, hey, I'm the one needing to be changed. How do we how do we become a problem? How did Jacob become a problem? How do people become a problem? You read the Bible through and through, you notice that people actually became problems yeah. to the kingdom's work. Sure. How does that happen? How do, how do we become a problem? You know, I guess, number one, if we're not born again, there's that sinful nature that, that rules in us, and it, it is it, the Bible you know, teaches us, tells it's against God. It's, you know, and then even after we're born again, we still have to crucify the flesh because the Bible says the flesh is at enmity with God. It's an enemy. It's against God. And, you know, and so those things rise up. And, but the apostle Paul, he said, I crucify the flesh daily. You know, that the, the flesh wants to come up and, and take control again. But the apostle Paul, he was saying in prayer, I get down and I pray and I crucify my flesh again. And, you know, that that becomes a problem. And then at times we, you know, I guess you could go into a lot of things, but like you're talking about is is we want a blessing, but we don't want to change. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people want position, but they, mm-hmm. they, they don't want humility that, that is necessary to come with it. You know, they, they want, they want power and prestige and people to ooh and awe, but they're not down in the corner saying, God, I'll be and I'll do. And, yeah. and, and when people do you wrong that, you know, you, 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 you humble yourself and just take it and say, well, you know, for the, the cause of the work of God, I'm just going to keep on going. But, you know, it's Jacob. He, he was always the problem in his life and God knew that. And that's why he asked who he was, but God, God Praise wanted God. to change him. Yes, he did. Well, it really is true, right? I mean, I've heard I've heard it said before, you probably have too, that I'm my worst enemy. Yeah. Right? We are. I'm the I'm the problem. You know, it's kind of sad that we're not willing to admit that sometimes, you know. Yeah. If the prayer rooms were full, we would have less less problems in the church. Amen. I really believe that. Amen. I, we'd I have less too. problems in the ministry. Yes, we would. You know, when I was district bishop, you may not know this, but the first thing I did when I went into the district office was start prayer meetings. And one was for every board meeting. So very few came and prayed with me, you know, over the business of God that were, you know, I, I actually right. had a two hour prayer meeting prior to every, every board meeting. 
very few. I was grateful for the ones that did come sure. through with me, but sure. very few. Um, when I pastored that little church, in that the little pastor's office, there was a painting that was kind of in the corner on the floor, and I I was in there when I first started there, and I picked it up and looked at it, and in the picture it was uh, Congress's first congressional meeting or however it's called there after the Revolutionary War and it said in the caption below it it said that the congressmen couldn't agree on what they were discussing and in the picture you see them down on their knees praying and they said we can't agree so let's get down and pray and they wow. begin to pray and I'm, I know America's not been perfect but and we've had our downfalls, but America has strived to be better in a lot of ways. But that was our beginning back there where men said, hey, we can't get this right. So let's get down and talk to the one who can. And I I, I set that up on top of the, the desk, kind of had a bookshelf behind it. And I set it up there because I wanted to remember that yeah, when we can't, Yeah, when we can't agree, we should pray. Yes. When yeah. we got problems, yeah. prayer, you know, and if we get back to praying... Well, uh, oh, we're going to close now. Uh, we're out of time, Brother Shamgar, but I want you to pray for us. I, I, you know, I want you to pray that that we will pray. You know, that prayer will change us. Yes, it will. Prayer yes, changed Jacob. It'll change us, yes, right? Yes, it will. It'll change us. So why don't you go ahead and lead us in prayer this morning for our audience Lord, we love you and we thank you, thank God. you God. We ask God that yes, you'd come God. and help us here this morning, yes, God. God. Lord, that you'd make your men and women, your children, Lord, people of prayer. Yes, Lord, Jesus. that we would we would be your sheep, that we would know your voice because we Praise talk God. to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord, to draw near unto you in prayer. God, make us people of prayer, Lord, that we might be able yes, to do Lord. what you've called us to Jesus. do. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Again, Brother Shamgar, thank you for uh, joining us on the podcast. And uh, we look forward to having you again tomorrow and the rest of this week. It's going to be great. This yes, is great. Looking forward to it. This is a great it. dialogue. I, I'm, having, I'm, I'm having fun. Me too. I want, you Me to too. Hang, I want you to hang around so I can interview you all the time. <laughs> this is great, man, talking over uh, the scripture. Well, that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time on Pastor Rob's podcast. Y'all have a great day today.